This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? everybody oh, 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 oh well a late three points earned with a uh, a header from Yao Pedro that felt reminiscent of the header that he got last season away for a point at Newcastle I don't know if you remember that he got up and kind of leant over and managed to get his head on it and then we come down to uh, the last knockings the goalkeeper coming forward for Wigan who were very hard working and will feel very very sorry for themselves and after a a, a lovely um What's the word I'm looking for? Preview show with a gentleman called Barry from a from a podcast looking after the Wigan fans. I do feel sympathy for them, but first back to back win since what April 2021. Justin, are you there, sir? Afternoon, Peter. How are you? Oh, right. Well, we're, we're going to have we're going to have lots of stuff in streaming world. I imagine for for everybody. Well done, everybody who travelled and got up there and and sang your heart out. I did hear a question which was put that somebody gets battered everywhere they go. I'm sure they were singing that, but I didn't catch who they who they were suggesting gets battered everywhere they go. We might have to find that out a bit later. But yeah, fun and game, fun and games trying to get uh, streams and views today. But hey, yes, bit of a pain, bit of a pain. I, I've got to admit, I spent the first uh, half on the motorway. I got in at half time, couldn't find a stream. Eventually, found one. Uh, wasn't a particularly good one. But listen, two clean sheets in a row, very important. I think back to back wins, very important. Yeah, all good. Can I just say something for people that are responding to the five-word match review? I always schedule those because I never know where I'm going to be at five o'clock on a Saturday. I could be driving home or I could be whatever. And obviously, we've had loads and loads of added on time on some of our matches recently. So the tweet goes out and then there's obviously sometimes seven minutes added on time or 17 minutes, however long it is. A lot of the responses are it hasn't finished yet. No, because it's a scheduled tweet. So you have to just accept the fact that I scheduled a tweet to go Sort of at full time, but sometimes full time happens a long time after full time. 
if you see what I mean. Thank you very much. Just want to get it off my chest because I'm fed up with responding <laughs> to individual people. <laughs> Fantastic. There we are. Love it. It's, and and I and the first thing I see when I go to that is you shouting in uh, in uppercase. It's a scheduled tweet that doesn't allow for added on time. Yes, yeah. yes. So I was getting a bit fed up with having to respond, so I thought I'd do it on the space. Uh, anyway, let's speak to some lovely fans, shall we? And enough of my ranting. <laughs> well. Anybody wants to uh, wants to come on and, and say a few points on that game. Sitting in the family stand as I do over the last few weeks, I have enjoyed whenever we've seen a certain substitute come on, shout out loudly, Kalu's alive. And he is. He came <laughs> on. He came on and he's starting to show us something. He's starting to give us something. I mean, that jinking run to get us, you know, a corner. That was it. The corner that, that we got the the goal from. I can't remember now because obviously it, it went into a second phase. Because I think it was because the Spreer put the cross in. It got deflected out back to him again, and he had a, he had a second touch a little bit closer in for for the goal itself. But it's nice to have somebody coming on that's um, that, that's going to at least give us something, as well as the opportunity, obviously, to take the piss out of when his birthday was, 1922 being my guess, but there we are. Yes. <laughs> never um, mind, never Keith, mind. How long's Keenan out for, Peter, do we know? Well, the only thing that they've said is it's a hip injury. And it is one of the things, I mean, that I wanted to discuss anyway today was going to be around the, the, the medical department and the fact that we've got a quite tight level of squad. So we really need to bring people back in. And one of the one of the things that the excellent Andrew French pointed out was the fact that now Cleverly is going to be out for longer because he's now had an ankle operation. And, and it's like, well, that's great. But he got injured in the early part of August. It was only the third game, right on the stroke of halftime, scoring the goal against Burnley. And his knee went into the underside of the uh, Burnley defender's boot as he scored the goal. So he's been out since August. It's now the the arse end of October, and suddenly they found out he needs an Achilles ankle operation, which seems a little bit odd. So I do have concerns about the fact that players do go in for, you know, one to two weeks, and we see them about four years later. Mm. Um, The the game was apparent for, I mean, for for me at least, and it'd be interesting to see what other people think, was that we didn't, we weren't able to hold the ball. Vacuum Bio does not give you the same things that good old uh, Keenan Davis does. And because the ball doesn't get held, other players don't get far enough in advance. He can't, he doesn't link that well with, with Yao Pedro. Although, Christ, did he keep going? So, yeah, no, 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 we'll see. We'll see. See what other people think. See what other people think. But let's get a few people on, guys. As ever, if you want to have your say, if you want to have whatever you want to say, first kind of back-to-back wins in an age, then do let us know. But let's get over to a regular who I haven't spoken to for a, for a little while, Mr. Mr. Ian Bacon. Oh, I've got a... There you go. Yeah. Ian, sir, if you want to hit your, your your mic button. How are you doing, sir? Not long time, no? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, I hope everybody as well. Um, just in answer to um, what Justin just said, Keenan was on the Watford Twitter spaces last night and he said he was hoping he was only going to be out for, for today, so he should be back for Wednesday for Cardiff. So, Oh, that would be so, good. That would be so, nice. So, yeah. so fingers crossed on that. Yeah, I, I wasn't at the game and, and um, I um, couldn't find a, a stream to, to watch it watch it on, but um, I, I don't know what to do after back-to-back wins. I, I, what's the procedure now, Peter? I'm, I'm a bit confused. 
I think the official the official advice from the club is you you have a beer and you shout Kalu is alive, <laughs> which is something I'm enjoying a great deal, even if nobody listening is. There you but go. no, I think um, it was it was important that we um, won today after last Sunday. I think and and probably more important than the win actually, it's two back to back and clean sheets as well. So ho- hopefully last um, Sunday's victory over them at Junction Ten. Um, will provide that that springboard that we were all hoping that it was so so fingers fingers crossed now for for Wednesday night I think it is for, for Cardiff but um no really 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 delighted and, and delighted it was Yao that got the goal as well well yes and I mean the dream and the lack availability thereof was something that was sort of interesting I mean I have let's call it a facility that uh, that was not working so I did what every right-minded person did was uh, went to Hive Live and used a VPN brilliant excellent great service but even they had the Wigan commentary oh. and the Wigan stream which is which is kind of interesting because normally you'd expect to hear uh, John Marks and Tommy Mooney kind of waxing lyrical away and and you, you look forward to having a hopelessly biased commentary. Well done, gentlemen. I like that. Please keep that up when you do it. But this was the Wigan guys who were providing a hopelessly biased commentary. In fairness, they were they were just kind of really, really pleased that they were they had kept up with us, that that they worked because Wigan did, in fairness, they they worked their absolute asses mm. off. And there were there were two or three players in there who were who had been called out by our conversation on the on the preview show with the excellent Barry from uh, Progress with Unity podcast. And anybody, and we do have to put in this request, anybody who did partake of a Wigan kebab, we need to know about it. We need details. We need marks out of 10, and we need to know whether we should have one of these. Well, well I, 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 I see, that, see that Greg had one, so um, I don't know if he's passed out now after having it or, or how he is, but we, we might get a report from Greg at some point. I, guess. I, I would imagine at some point in time he will be endangering anybody in the bus lanes of Wigan <laughs> and will be letting us know. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of thing we come to expect, and also Louis Teixeira. Also have one we know, so we need to. So there's a couple of questions that we're going to put out to everybody here because you know we're in a good mood. So why not sod about it? One is whenever we go on to whenever we do these preview shows, which are great fun, and everybody has been lovely. Barry was especially lovely and had a had a, uh, a GT adoring wife as well as yes, a signed indeed. GT letter. And oh, he was just brilliant. He was absolutely fantastic. So sympathies for Wigan there, but we need to have something similar so that when we're talking to the to the other podcasts and they're going. When we come to Watford, what's the local delicacy? And we're not doing something strange like putting a pie inside a bab. And I think we should do, Ian. What do you well, think? Do you think? That, do you think this search is is fruitless, or it could be the Holy Grail? Well, we should perhaps look at something rather than offering the standard burger or fish and chips. I make you absolutely right. I think we should start to become very well known for offering, I don't know, hot dogs and ice cream. Something stupid. That's what I'm after. That's what possibly, I'm after. possibly. So, how do you think, with having finally got two in a row, what do you think the chances are of us? Let's not be greedy of getting a result down in the Principality in Cardiff. Well, it's another tough game, not they all are in the Championship, isn't it? They they come thick and fast, especially now of a, a month month break coming up and they got a 1-0 win I think today as as well against Rotherham so um, yeah it'll be, be an, in, an interesting one a, a totally totally different atmosphere I should think in, in the stadium in terms of today in, in terms of the amount of home fans that are there not, not the away support from ourselves but it's going to be a tough one but like I said I like to think that we can keep the um, keep the confidence um, going and let, let, let's try and start up a winning run shall we how, how about that for a change there's, there's a novelty if ever I heard it and that let, sounds good that sounds let, good let, let's try and get to the let's try and get to the break the the, the World Cup break unbeaten that, that I think if we did that that would be absolutely you know 
in, incredible. I'm, I'm, I'm perhaps getting a bit dizzy here, but you know that'd be that'd be incredible. Well, you know, who knows? Justin said, as Justin said, two clean sheets on the spin and two wins. I mean, obviously, one one is going to help the other a great deal. So let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah, great stuff. Thank you, sir. Adam, we're going to come to you in just a second, but uh, let me just before before I do that, let me just go to uh, a couple of these five word reviews, especially the ones that have upset Justin, because as we all know, I do especially like the ones that upset Justin because they're very. So it was it was Jimbo Jaggins to come back and say it hasn't fucking finished yet at the time when, in fairness to Jimbo, the game hadn't fucking finished yet, Justin. And you came back with your capital letters of it's a scheduled tweet that doesn't allow Braddon on time. And Jimbo replied with an excellent gift saying, well, excuse me, Jimbo, you don't need excusing. It's down to Justin and we think he's entirely at fault. All of this, it's scheduled nonsense is, is clearly piffle. There we go. James came back and said, it's not over yet, lads. And he got similar thrifty, thrifty responses from Justin, which is good. Uh, Malk said uh, far too much injury time. Yes, it was rather. Yes, it was. And that's why the scheduled tweet <laughs> backfired. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Casey, I think, was trying to give you, a, you know, kind of saying, you know, listen, if, if they score, you know, and you've tweeted this, dot, 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 dot. And a few people then came in and said, you've gone a few words over there, Casey. Well done. Well done, JW. I think that's Josh there for, for, for pulling up other listeners who go over five words. Let's face it, it's one of my rules. And most people ignore my rules completely and quite rightly, too. I get that. But I like the fact that some other people are trying to enforce them as well. <laughs> you went into that. Oh, you, you, you really are quite upset about this. Now, I do like this. I do like this from Pete Fincham. He starts off with not five words. I like that. I very much like that. Somebody who's pointing out the fact that they are ignoring the rules. That I quite like a lot. He says, but while Kalu looks older than my mum, I've not seen Mrs. Fincham, Pete, so I can't corroborate that, but I'm going with you as a first-hand witness. He moves like the quickest kid in the school, the one who made everyone else look stupid. Rod Thomas stories, anyone? That's superb. If you remember Rod Thomas, that's very good. Let's get Adam back in here. Adam, Adam, sir, if you were, if you hit your mic button, you should let us know how your day has gone. We'll come back to a few of those other ones later on. Adam, hit your mic button, and you should be able to talk to us. Hello, mate. Two wins, two clean sheets. How are you feeling? Very surprised, if anything. Yeah. It's how games, oh, sorry, how goals change games and the perception after the game. Give give, give us your rating out of 10 for the performance and then give your rate. Give us your rating out of 10 for the result. I mean, I think we're dead down the middle, five out of 10 for the performance. But, I mean, I guess, I guess if we're going to be fighting for the playoffs, we do have to sort of pull results from kind of crap games like that, which is what we did today. Win when you're not playing well is something. I mean, what I did think was nice was we didn't bring a Spreer on until kind of those last knockings, but he did come in and he did have a little bit of quality with that wand of a left foot to at least put the one ball all game that was opening it up properly, with the exception of the, the final corner because they hit the they hit the crossbar. So you know, kind of, uh, but, but hey, there, there's the difference. So in terms of the result, what do you think it can do for us? Well, I mean, I guess it finally breaks that deadlock of one win in a row or a win in a draw but who do we have next then because we have we have cardiff okay. on wednesday away and then next week we are at home to coventry coventry city who have who were in a funny opposition because of course they they had a lot of games where they didn't get to play because their pitch wasn't safe and the stadium wasn't mm -hmm. safe as well so you know it could be two angsty games who knows but i mean those are the games that we uh that we have to try to make sure we get through and get past and then i think after that it's what reading isn't it? reading will be my first game 
in the stadium since I think Middlesbrough. So I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, excellent stuff! Um, excellent stuff. Well, it'd be good good to have you down there. But Cardiff, yeah. Coven, they, they both sound winnable games, but you know it's hard to tell with us most of the time. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, 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 the performance was sort of half and half. I thought most players sort of went back to a prelude and performances. I don't think Bayer was particularly good today. Yeah, the problem is, and I, I'm boy, am I going to do an overkill here on a comparison mm-hmm. here? So everybody, everybody, please feel free to hang me out to dry. I'm putting my hands up now. I will deserve this. But if you saw the any, any of the the kind of midday or twelve thirty kickoff was Manchester City playing away at Leicester, and Haaland wasn't available. And if you watch Manchester City at the start of the season, you can you can see why I'm ready for being being beat around the head for this comparison. Man Man City, who would pass teams off the pitch for fun and never hoy the ball into the box, have over the last you know three to four months got used to being able to put the ball into a certain area for Haaland because he has a level of physicality that they've never had before he can beat players he can he can pin them and he can't do that we looked like that because I thought the ball never stuck as you said it's a little bit unfair of me to have a go at bio about it it's not his game no but then again in a way you you can't you can't have a a Keenan Davis without the fear of losing Keenan Davis when he's injured and we didn't look like you know it was like oh the ball's going up oh we lost it it's coming back at us yeah we've sort of been given the striker that we haven't had in I don't even know how long with Davis yeah he's just the perfect striker really for the championship at least so why okay Adam Adam I've asked you for your marks out of 10 for the for the performance you've given five marks out of 10 for the result seem seem reasonable marks out of 10 for my Harland or my my Davis (laughs) is Harland of the championship analysis (laughs) I'll leave that down to the to everyone else I mean oh you're letting you're gonna have me beaten by the crowd this isn't good this isn't good at all never mind never mind Adam thank you sir look forward to seeing you uh at the Reading game give us a shout when you're there and we'll see if uh, if the bunker is open if we can maybe uh, uh, catch up with you sometime. of course yeah see you guys that would be super that would be super Mr Carl James sir how Carl, are we how are we we are very very well indeed thank you very much indeed <laughs> probably better than I was about oh I don't know half yes. an hour ago when I was when I was swearing at anything that yes. moved and if it didn't move I swore at yeah anything. I wish I had a cat about half an hour ago because it was going to get a kick but no it's uh, it, uh, it all panned out rather well in the end I think for me that that is a win that you kind of pick up along the way to something special. You know, when you don't play particularly well, because we were shite. We were dog shite today. No no doubt about that. But the, the fact that we nicked a win away at Wigan is actually a really, really good thing. I think we didn't deserve it by any stretch of the imagination. But sometimes you need a little bit of luck. Sometimes you just need things to fall your way. And we got that today. Bio couldn't trap a fart, despite the fact he's my favourite player. Um, just saying. But, yeah, just... He, <laughs> dear God, he was fucking awful today, wasn't he? But, yeah, yeah, he's still my favourite. You know that, boys. You know you know he's my... We, you know he's my man. Yeah, yeah. We know he's... We know you love him. But, really. yeah, look, it, yeah, it's, we've broken that duct of, of win one, lose nine, win one, lose four, or whatever it is. But... Yeah, it's it's just nice to come away from from Wigan with with three points. I wasn't there today. Uh, absolute huge, massive respect to the people that travelled up there today. And I and I, I speak to um, you know Greg Wendover Horn. Uh, I know he was up there today. So, so you know, fair play, fair play to them all that that, that travelled up there today. I just didn't, I didn't have the minerals to do it today. I've I've been to Preston, fucking awful. Went to Blackpool, that was worse. And and that part of the country, my wife's from. 
she makes me miserable most most days of the week. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to give it a miss this today. I'm just, I'm going to have a day off. So have have you taken over the mantle from oh, Andy Lewis as the the Jonah of uh, Watford's northwest? Yeah, trip? well, down to you. Yeah, I don't know if it's quite that bad, but I mean, I've seen this. I've seen this win up there quite a bit actually, but. You know, it's a fucking long way, Peter. You, you get past Manchester and then, then all of a sudden you go, oh, it's another 50 miles. It's like, fuck off. I'm, I've just gone past Manchester. <laughs> I've got a nosebleed. It's that north. I just don't, I, I don't, need, I don't need it, quite honestly. And the just the sound of Wigan makes me, like, tremble with fear that I'm going to get food poisoning or syphilis or just, just something awful. So I don't, I just, I just didn't bother. I, I don't think you can blame your imminent contraction of syphilis on the north. On <laughs> too the late north for that, isn't it? Is it too late for that? Is that Probably. what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I would suggest but so. As, I would as always, so. I always try to cheer up my northern compatriots by, you know, blessing them with my my vocals. We were on a uh, a podcast the other day with a Wigan support, and within 30 seconds, I'd upset him. So uh, I thought, well, why not? We'll, we'll just carry on. Well. Well, in fairness, in fairness, the excellent uh, uh, Barry was. from uh, from Progress, you said, he, he, you said, you said, isn't it? Took off. Took he off. just went. It's he just off. went. No, <laughs> he, just, he, he had no truck with no. that, and he had he, no. He had no truck with my assertions that Wigan was a hotbed of rugby, and quite right too. He was a top man. He was. He excellent. was quality, quality. Um, no, it's good. I'm, ver- I'm very sorry for Barry for, for running away with all three points. Wow, well, who am I kidding? We we all know I'm not really, but hey ho, there we go. Anyway, there we are. There we are. Do you think we'll uh, be looking? Yeah, when we come to when we come to Wednesday night mm-hmm. away at Cardiff. Yeah, a number of us have been down there before. Of course, and of course, you know the Delafeu hat trick is the game that stands out. Also, the uh, the Guediura goal from just outside of Swansea when he hit it. We're, we're, the two two games. How do you think we might be coming away? Well, the game on the spin, or yeah, a listen, bridge, or a listen, bridge too far. Well, no, no, no. We, wins, wins breed confidence. You know, um, results breed what what we're trying to what we're trying to achieve. And consistency has been a big thing for us all season. We've had none, so to try and build it now would be a great time to do it. Just before the World Cup, before that little break, just to try and get a few um, a few more points on the board. So for for me, we go to Cardiff. We we should go to Cardiff. Really positive. I'm expecting us to win at Cardiff. I'm also expecting us to turn over Coventry as well because they're in. I mean, they they literally turn up to games not knowing whether they're able to play. It's almost like they have to ask for permission to play in their own stadium. It's a bizarre concept. So yeah. I think I think the two games coming up are at perfect time for Watford, and it, this this could be a good little time to to kick on and um, try and get a run under our belts now. Fantastic. So you won't be having a vlog today are you venturing down to Cardiff it's a midweek game I'm not gonna lie no I'm not I'm I'm having a little I'm having a couple of weeks off so no vlog for Wigan unfortunately although that would have been a good day no vlog for Cardiff but I will be back for Coventry Bristol City's all booked up ready to go and then it will be a normal normal service resumed good stuff good stuff well in that case Thank you, Carl. We will go across to one of one of the few places on the planet that uh, that the aforementioned video vlog has not offended in any way, uh, which is the Middle East. John, how are you, John? Hi, hi. How are you? Oh, we're very well. You see how far afloat we have, to, how, how far and why we have to go. That's great. Some areas that that haven't yet been offended by Carl. No. <laughs> yet, yet he's doing a lot of heavy lifting on that. Hello, no. mate, how are you? Um, how are you we're, we're good. We're good. Thank you. Um, and 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 
love love keeping in touch with you guys because it's it's just so nice to be able to be connected to the club uh, while we're out here. You know, there's not much of a weirdly when I came out to this region five years ago, I there is a Watford. Middle East branch or, or whatever they call it on the website, but that, that's not near us. That's in Abu Dhabi. So we're in Dubai and literally we, we don't have anyone. So it's really good to be able to, to talk to you guys and uh, keep in touch with what, what's going on and, and still watch it and, and discuss, you know? So thank you. Fantastic. Well, that's, that's the whole idea. We, we you know, the, the guys, Carl and Justin set the pod up during the, uh, uh, during the, the the COVID pandemic, all of this kind of stuff is just to try to bring, and it doesn't matter if you're remote or if you're in the stadium or where you are. Everybody's a Watford fan. Just come together. Absolutely. You know, hey, we do it here. So, yeah. what, do you, what do you make of what do you make of today, though? Because we didn't speak to you last week. How how did uh, how did uh, a certain four nil drubbing go down last week? In the in- oh wow, I mean, <laughs> the, the the weird thing is. I think, wasn't it last season where we beat Man Man United four four one at home? Didn't we? We did. And, and that was obviously a very, very uh, good moment for us. And I really enjoyed that. But this just felt much more, didn't it? I did, this, this was like, the, it magnified the whole situation for me. It, it, was, it was really, really good last week. We all, my, you know, I've got a wife and two girls and, and we, we just really loved that. So yeah, we, we really enjoyed that. And to have this week another win on top of that, uh, I don't know. I think it wasn't your that that guy you um, interviewed recently, Barry. Barry, yeah. great! What yeah. a lovely man he is. Yeah, um, he, I think he pointed out that we didn't win a game, two games on the trot since last year or since April last year, and we, we've done it now. We, we've won two games on the trot, so that's that's brilliant. The game, I don't, um, you know, the, the performance was not not great. I don't, I, I wasn't excited by it, but. When the goal went in, we were all screaming. And I think, you know, people have said it before. You get you get the luck sometimes and, and you've got to ride it. And and that's great. We can we can keep going on. I hope we can kick on and get some good results and, and good momentum prior to the World Cup. That would be brilliant. It's good that when we're not, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to mention the ownership because we haven't, we haven't uh, talked about the ownership for a bit. Not but uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, and I, I don't, I don't think we need to. Uh, I think this is actually good. We're, we're, we're in a good spot. So I, I hope we can, we can carry on doing what we're doing and, um, and, and get some, get some points under our belt before, before the World Cup, and then, and then kick on from there. I think we're only six point or six or seven points from second so that's only two and a bit games isn't it two and a bit wins yeah, um, we, are, we are in so, seventh place um, right I mean, fourth place on 29 we're on 26 right six, so, both on 28 so okay uh, so there you go we're we're in, we're in a good spot aren't we well I mean um, if, if we if we think back to the last promotion winning season we were kind of in and around 8th, ninth, 10th the kind of area where we are now and we got some momentum and one has to hope that Slav Slavin is is hopefully creating and bringing some of that with them. I think the performance, as we said, it was, you know, kind of, oh, it was one of these frustrating, are we going to do anything? Are we going to see something out of uh, Ishmaela? Is the ball just going to, is it all just going to break down because we're not holding the ball up in the same way as, 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 as we've seen with Davis? But as I said earlier on, you know, you can't have Davis without then losing him when he's not available, which is a, which is a shame. But, you know, we want to see kind of how we go. So we will see. But, uh, yeah. John, John, 
in terms of, I think I think you're right. The own, the ownership is something that we do want to talk about at some point. I think everybody knows there are some underlying issues that need addressing. We've heard some news that I think Udinese or um, a, a percentage of Udinese is going to be purchased, and I think yeah. the, the report suggests that also ten percent of of Watford might be done in that particular sense at at that time as well. And they've said about bringing in some external investment, we've got to wait and see what that might mean or if it goes through because they've they've had a couple of conversations over the last, what, three or four years and nothing's ever quite materialised. So we will have to wait and see about that. But, John, thank you so much for for coming on and uh, and, uh, and, and representing Dubai as you do. Thank uh, you. It, you know, you basically you and the family are the uh, the, the Watford Dubai football. We're, we're the branch. Yeah. yeah well Thank done. you. Well 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 thanks for letting us do that. Thank Round you. Round of applause <laughs> for John. Excellent stuff. John, we'll catch you. We'll catch you soon, mate. Thanks, mate. Well, well done, mate. Smashing stuff. I do like that. I do like that a lot. Mr. Uko, sir. Sam, if you want to hit your mic. Now, last week, I was sure that it was you, but it wasn't. It was Sam Spiri. I, I had two people called Sam and I just got completely confused. But finally, you're here. How are you, sir? I'm all right, thanks, man. Just walking back to uh, the station in was quite a, a wet Wigan, quite rainy, quite miserable here. Actually, quite excited to get out. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did you did you partake of a Wigan kebab, or or did you I decide didn't... did you decide against it on the bounds of wanting to live in the future? We were. Uh... To be fair, me and my mate, we were looking for one. We were scrolling through your tweets, uh, looking for where to find one. But I think we, we ran out of time after watching the Man City game in the away pub. So we uh, ended up just going in the ground. Oh, good stuff. How was, how was the atmosphere in the away end, sir? It was all right. Uh, started off quite well, I thought. Um, at half time, I was sort of half expecting some booze. But, you know, people were quite defiant, actually. Uh, getting behind the team, players were clapped off at half time and I know a lot of people are saying you know we didn't play well and granted it was it was far from uh, a good performance but I actually thought that you know the, the effort was there again I thought there was a clear desire to win the game particularly in the second half I thought the subs were, were good from Slavin Bilic as well yeah yeah so, no, know, I agree with that I think there are a lot of positive takeaways is Kalu becoming a cult hero and I did say that correctly uh, I think so I mean I think it's probably quite early days I mean I think, I think uh, you know, particularly our, our, our friend Uncle Ron, I thought he was always, you know, sort of a, a comedy figure. Samuel Clou sort of embodied a lot of things that were wrong at the football club. But now that he's getting, I think a run of games is the wrong the wrong term because he hasn't fully you know, been able to start games yet. But I think now we're actually seeing sort of minutes from him dating back to that Norwich game a few weeks ago. I just think he looks all right. He, he's quick. He's... Uh, you know, he chases the ball down, and I just hope that injury is not not serious. Because for me, if he if he is fit and he's all right, I think he starts against uh, against Cardiff on Wednesday. Wow! Wow! Okay, brilliant. Well, uh, so he came on for for, for Ken for Ken Semmer, yeah. who yeah. and we've got to love Ken because again, he's that he's that absolute hard working person. He didn't seem to work for him today. And, and we did seem to have a bit of a spark when, when Kalu came on. So you you potentially see him on. I also have to say, can't entirely blame Ron because we absolutely ripped the piss out of uh, out of good old. No, Kalu no, no, of course the, not, of course uh, not. On, on, on yeah, no, no, of course not, of course not. No, no, no. Yeah, of course. No, it wasn't a dig at Ron. Uh, it was more just the fact that I do oh, think no. Kalu was 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 a figure, you know, sort of. But I, I mean, I do agree. I thought, you know, as a Mogi buyout player, you know, questions about his age, which are probably yeah. still looming around as well. I did sort of think he, I mean, probably still does embody some of the things wrong at this football club, but you know, credit's where, credit where it's due. He looks bright, he looks good. 
I know you mentioned yeah, he's, he's, Ken, I, you mentioned Ken Semmer there. I actually thought yeah. Ronnie was really poor, who perhaps I'd take out with Saw. I thought Saw yeah. was Saw was poor again today. I mean, it just seems that in any of those away games, um, you know, Preston, Rotherham, he's struggling to get going at all. It's so frustrating because you just feel that the pace he can probably beat most of the players in this league, but he just seems to slow the ball down, pass it backwards, and he just looks scared to attack his man, which is just really frustrating. No, I, that's, I think that's I think that's entirely fair. I thought against Luton, he and Kamara bombing forward gave us gave us a lot potentially. But but you're right, you never know which one's going to turn up, and the team is very Jekyll and Hyde. He is, yeah, definitely, even, even more so, even more so. Well, look, sir, thank you very much for coming on this week. Lovely to to, to hear from you, and uh, I'm glad that it was a good day, even if it is, and we can even hear the the, the cars going by, and you can make out the wet on the road. So it's very wet. So get back in the dry and have a safe journey back, mate. Cheers, mate. Take care. There's Mr. Ruko heading off. Right, we will be coming to in this following order after Mr. Neil Silverstein. We'll be coming to Wendover Hall, we'll be coming to Rich, and we'll be coming to Josh, and we will be having a look at some five-word uh, reviews, etc. But let's go to uh, head, head of betting, because it's like he knows what he speaks of. Mr. Neil Silverstein. Neil, what were the odds at, uh, at, at 87 minutes of a 1-0 win? What would you have given us? I, I, personally, I'd have probably given you about three to one the way we played up until then. But I just want to go back a bit on a couple of points. So, first of all, um, all right. I can't believe everybody else has let you off about the Man City analogy. Yeah, yeah. Back up, go on. Give it like, both barrels, no, go on. No, no, no. I'm not going to get – I'm going to kind of half dig you out and half bail you out. I can understand the logic, but I think it's somewhat extreme. But at the style of play bit, I get it. It, it, it does make sense. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, boiling it down, comparing Keenan to uh, Haaland, I, I wish he was had the same scoring rate, but never mind. Moving on. Um, <laughs> anyway, about about Yao Pedro and Mbappe. Let's talk now, go on, Neil, carry on. <laughs> so, so the other one, if anybody that did struggle for a stream, I had a lovely view of it this evening. And if anybody wants to know how, drop me a DM, £45 for the whole season for every single game that they, well, that's played. Absolutely bang on. Um, I, I have a similar thing, but it let me down today. T- today's game, um, I, I'm a bit, bit confused, actually, because disappointed that the, the application and the, the energy level and the intensity wasn't there. But if you kind of break that down, I, I think some of it came last week from our stability at the back. And, and we just seems a little bit shaky. And I think then everything starts to fall back from there. I think KMB and Chowdhury sort of like their game, they're a little bit more defensively minded rather than going on the front foot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as everyone said, you know, not having what I'd call the pivotal centre forward up there, it, it does limit Saar and Pedro's ability to, to give and go, which which Davis brings them in and, and adds to their game. And it, and it does hold us up further up the pitch. So you kind of get that. But <clears throat> the other bit that I quite liked, I can see the side starting to morph into a bit of a Billich style, which, you know, it, it, we did, we were really soft under Edwards, but with Billich, you can see there's a little bit of grit and grind in there, which, you know, if we're going to go on and do something this season, we need to do what we've done today, which is to win before perform, because that's the way that you get promoted, right? Um, mm-hmm. you, yeah, they can't always turn up and, and, and be the way they were last weekend, but but learning to win the ugly way is what a good side does and, and a promoted side. So that was quite pleasing. The other bit, the point that you made earlier about the, the injuries, that is a real concern for me. Yeah. Because, because you're right. I mean, I didn't talk about it, but the point you make about Cleverly is bang on. Um, but we just seem to have too many players that once they get injured, they never seem to recover. I mean, you've got young Shaq Ford that I know Dax we spoke about at the end of last mm-hmm. season has been one of the players to come through. 
the poor kids being you know injured after injured after injured. And I, and I believe he's about another still about another six weeks away from returning to training. So it's yeah something's going on at the club, and I hate to bring him up, but the old butterfly man I believe looks after the medical science side of the the um ah. the structure from, from what I'm led to believe. So I, I, I guess there there might be a bit of a story there, but um. No, it, it, it's good. Good to get back-to-back wins. Good to get back-to-back clean sheets with a different defence. And that, for me, tells well, that tells me that, that Billich is actually having an effect on the players and beginning to build a team, which yeah. you know, which we didn't have to begin with. So, without going through the structure and, and and the ownership bit, I think the decision is proving to be right for the team. So that that's good news. Superb stuff, Neil. We are going to do the ownership and the structure thing especially when we're going to be getting towards the kind of bit where everybody breaks for the World Cup. Thank you, Neil, as always, because that's going to be a natural time for us to take a look at it. Hopefully a little bit more information about it might come out out in and around that time. Fingers crossed we shall see. In the meantime, let us go northwards to a man who I believe has partaken of a Wigan kebab this fine day and also met the great and the good going to the Wigan game. Mr. Wendover Horn, sir, are you there? Hello, Peter. Ah, there he is. It's it's the Wigan kebab correspondent. It certainly it's, is. Oh, you've had a day. You, uh, you've met some people and you've eaten some hearty fare. We want to know all about it. Yeah, I bumped into Mikey Abrahams. So, hi, Mikey, if you're listening. Listening, uh, listening. Uh, lovely to meet you outside the grounds, and I and I briefly met the the great man Slav. So uh, yeah, we, we 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 literally. I'm not one of those that queues outside of the you know waiting for the coach to arrive, but uh, uh-huh. but we, we entered the we entered the area as the coach was was was, was getting there. So uh, that, that that was good. Indeed, probably the only coach that Watford have had for more than two years in the last decade is that particular coach that they got off. But never mind. So. Uh, that was so it. that was it. You, you, you partook of a Wigan kebab. Hearty to recommend or good to avoid? Um, I don't think I'll be having a second. <laughs> but uh, it, 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 it was okay. Uh, all, all the, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the car with uh, Shorty, a Watford fan who actually used to work with Carlos. If Carlos is still on, and oh, Carlos uh, will be about somewhere. And and, uh, and, and, and and a lad called Matty. So uh, give a quick you old boys. Well done. Look at this. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, look, we've got away from home. We've won three points. Uh, What more can you want, really? First 10, I thought, oh, shit, we're going to get Millwall again Uh because we didn't look great in the first 10 minutes. Ball's going into our box. But they calmed down and... Yeah, fair play. You know, it was a workmanlike away win, was it not? And uh, we're up to seventh, so so that so so that 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 will do me. They they've done to us what what's or rather we've done to them what Swansea did to us. You know, yeah. you've gone, gone away and ground out a result. I mean, I think Swansea did it a bit more comprehensively, but that's neither here nor there. But they, uh, you know, that's what you've got to do when you go away from home. Be hard to beat, and if you can pick up the three rather than the single point and uh you know a little bit of you know kind of uh well no not magic a little bit of determination from pedro getting getting yeah, that odd, oh 100 odd stadium guys odd stadium it felt like uh they were ground sharing and they weren't in their own grounds really subdued and, and half filled and you know there that is a club in in 
massive decline, in massive decline. And uh, I think they're going to struggle to stay up personally. Well, I hope not, because like everybody else who heard the preview show, I like Barry and yeah. everything that he yeah. has to say immensely. Um, and I, I really hope they, you know, because historically, you know, yeah, he's, he, he spoke about them, you know, being elected in the late 70s. To, to, and But they come up, they've done, you know, they've had a, a, a fairy tale kind of uh, FA Cup win. We all know about that, etc. But... Yeah, it's, it is a difficult place to, uh, to to be able to have have a, have a successful football club, just in terms of its proximity to all of those other football clubs in the northwest. I mistakenly suggested rugby league might have something to do with it, and he had none of that quite rightly. But yeah. there we are. Can I play, there we are. Can I play, can I play a request in there, Pete? There's, request. Go on then. There's a new Hammer Child Hammer's uh, a Chowdhury song, and uh, I I can't get what it is. So uh, if anybody coming on later or I can sing it, that, that'll be great because I can't quite pick it up, the, the, the vibe of it. Uh, it it sounds very good. It sounds very, very good, but I, I, I don't quite get it at this point. So that literally is a request for a song. Anybody who can let us know yeah. the new Hamza Chandra job, yeah. come on and let us yeah. know. I, I, know you, I, I know you're not Tony Blackburn or, uh, or Fluff Freeman, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to put a request in, please, Peter. Only people of a certain age does that reference make any sense to whatsoever. Well done, well done. And, and also, you know, I do hope that uh, the, the, the lovely Mrs Wendover Horn is recovering after last Sunday afternoon's adventures. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that, got a, that got a few comments. Uh, yeah, it great. did. <laughs> right, mate, look, have a safe journey back at yeah, you cheers, and mate. Every Everybody in the car, you guys take care. We'll see you soon. There you go. There you go. There he there he is, marauding through the uh, the bus lanes of Wigan, <laughs> as he always does. Here at the famous Sloping Pitch Podcast, we're following the greatest show on earth. But would you like pitch side seats for all the action in Qatar? The heat, the goals, the drama? Well, so would we. But why not join me, Nick Hancock, in Stoke-on-Trent and co-host Chris England in London's SW16. Every game live from England. The famous Sloping Pitch Podcast. We think this tournament could be okay. Sport Social. This is Thomas Briskin. And you are listening Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Oh, right. Let's go across and, uh, oh, I, I think I'd let you in, but you've fallen out there. Rich, sir. Rich, WFC, seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> How you I'm doing, good. Sir? I'm good. Oh, we didn't speak to you last we week. We didn't. Take I, us I, through I, last week from your point and what you thought about today. Well, magical because it, it brought back a bit of fun with the daughter. It's a long time since I've seen her enjoy a game and really got engrossed in it. And they turned up, you know, they turned up and that's all you can ask. And, you know, we put them to the sword and, you know, I was there at Kenilworth Work Road that great day when we did the same at their place and, and it was just as, just as enjoyable. And no, you, you know, all you want is just a bit of effort. And, but, one of the reasons I rang up today is actually interesting what Greg just said about the crowd and things mm-hmm. like that there is that, yeah, we quite rightly uh, lambast the players when they're lacklustre, they don't put the effort in and things like that. But our, yeah. our, our crowd, and I include myself in that because I'm part of it all at home, mm-hmm. we're very quiet. 
But last week was just sensational. It was it was Wembley time, the proper Wembley when the, the Wolves game. It was that sort of atmosphere. Everybody, man, woman, child, whatever gen- gender you are, was was hermaphrodite. <laughs> yeah, was 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 singing, clapping, whatever they could do to get behind that team, and it was magical. And that is what we've got to do now. Forget, I've, I'm, I've said all I'm going to say on Pozzo. I'm sick to death of him, him running our club. And I, I hope there's the things that are changing are happening. I really do. I, th- I hope there's some investment coming in. I'm not holding my breath. But I'm not, cool. that's the negative side. I'm not saying any more on that. What I want to see now is the fans get with the players. And they did a bit today. I could hear it. I watched the game live with the wonderful commentary from Wigan. And um, <laughs> with, with the Wigan commentary, I kept looking and thinking, am I watching the same game? Because, I mean, I, it, it felt like Watford were being de- destroyed. But, I mean, I kept laughing and thinking, well, has Backman actually touched the ball? You know, I know. We, now, listen, we weren't great. Don't get me wrong. We weren't great. But, again, like Sunday, they dug in. They looked like they wanted to wear the shirt. They threw their bodies on the line when it mattered. We had the outrageous, ridiculous, fantastic skills of Pedro to take the pressure off. I mean, what that lad's doing playing the championship is it, it's, 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 it's totally obscene, really. I mean, the guy is so yeah. talented. I mean, it's frightening. Yeah. He can be a bit frustrating because he holds onto the ball too long. He could make he could make himself look doubly world class sometimes with the simple ball. But my God, when you need him, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But fair play to Billich as well. He saw that that game was there to be won, and unlike previous managers who've gone with negative defensive substitutions. He chucked on oh. young old Kalu. I mean, oh my goodness, <laughs> what a difference that lad made! And I'm not, you know, and I, I'm going to use the word lad tonight, not old man, because I've, the, the poor lad, the poor lad's been pillared by you lot. And, and rich, rich, we're we're of an age where we can, <laughs> we can call him a lad. That's and and basically, he come on and he only looked one way. He didn't look to pass backwards. He just run at the buggers. He couldn't give a monkey's who was in front of him. He created havoc for a few minutes he created the corner the poor lad couldn't walk to take the corner so we had, we had to put a sprillier on the corner and of course he swung it over twice yeah. and we get the goal so Kalu gets yeah. an assist with, while he's on the ground you mean it was just you couldn't make it up it's fantastic but you know I, I, I have to say I did like the fact and I, I know it might you know because they hit the crossbar at the end it might not work yeah. out but I did like the fact that when he got it he then went and stopped absolutely the and and there was a, li- a little bit of professionalism, yes, a bit of cynicism, yep. but that's what you exactly. do. You stop them being able to come back at you like a exactly. wave, and you you give everybody a chance to just get o- get over the emotion, get over the this kind of oh my god, we've done it, we've done it, we've done it, and we're not thinking, we're not kind of planning for everything, and he gives them the chance to do hundred percent, sheer bit of hundred percent cynicism, loved it, and also. We got a wily old head on the side there, Billich. He gets in yeah. the referees. He's standing there. He's getting in the referee in the fourth official's ears. He, you know, and that'd be good when Julian Dix joins him if that ever happens, because he'll be the same. He'll be getting it. And you need that. You need that streetwise stuff to get out of this bloody league. And you know, and fair play to him. You know, and as I say, today it weren't pretty, but they kept going. And you know, Jal gets up there and heads it into the net. And and you can't ask any more than that. And and I'm pleased. Delighted for all the fans that travelled up. There was a good little following up there today. That's a bloody long yeah. way to go. I've done it myself a few times. And, you know, fair play to them. And, but we've got to bring it to Coventry at home. And, and those that are brilliant enough to get down there on Wednesday night into to Cardiff, you know, great. Do what you can. Let's hope the boys do it themselves and Keenan's back. You know, and 
you know, most of the players today, you know, they weren't they weren't fantastic. There was a lot that weren't great. You know, Bio got a bit of criticism. I thought he was all right in the first half. He disappeared in the second. I thought Semmer was very average. And to be fair, so did the manager. And he see he seems to see what we see, which is a bit strange with a manager of Watford. They actually see what the fans are seeing. Well, Bilic does, and he made the right changes. And, and he kept going, and he wanted to win that game. He didn't settle for the draw. And... I've said this week, and I've, as, as you know, I've been watching Watford since I was a very young lad, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting old now. So I've seen many, many hundreds of games. That was a vital, vital win today. It didn't matter how it came. And in the championship, you're going to have days like today. We had to follow up that Luton game. Otherwise, we would just been pillared as basically you can only get up for your, for your local rivals. And we didn't need that on our CV. We needed to create a performance and a win. We didn't quite get the performance, but we got the win. And everyone travelling down the, the motorways tonight that went up there in a Watford shirt is happy. The players are getting a little bit more confidence. They're looking at the manager and think, hmm, this guy knows what he's doing. I want to play. And, I'm, and I'm, the last other thing is that we mentioned about the injuries, and I agree with you, it's, it's shocking the amount of injuries. But I'm also probably an old cynic as well. And I'm, I'm starting to think that over the next week or two, you're going to see some players suddenly come back from the oh, yeah. You know, suddenly they're thinking, hang on a minute, things are a little bit more better. You know, we look like the fans are back with us. You know, we're getting a couple of wins. I might want to put myself out there again now, you know. Maybe that's an old cynic of me, but let's just watch and see because, uh, you know, Billich, is, I think, has just turned around and said, well, you either want to play for me or you don't. And I and I think the, uh, the centre-half from uh, Aston Villa that... Uh, seemed to disappear when the going got tough. Had a few words from Billich, and I, I, you know, reading between the lines, I think he might have said a few things. Do you want to play football in your career, or do you just want to sit on the bench? Now, I might be in a bit unfair, but it's funny that he was on the bench again today. No chance he was ever going to play, but he was on the bench. Maybe just people like him are suddenly think, well, okay, you know, we've got a top top manager here that's done it, been there, seen it, and done it, and let's uh, let's hope he gets them going. And as I say to the fans that are on here today. The atmosphere, we ask the players to turn up. Now we need to turn up against the likes of Coventry's and all that, not just the Lutons. Get that place rocking next Saturday. Get the three points. Let's get to the international break, regroup, get some players in, get promoted. Once more under the bridge, dear friends. Once more. <laughs> Once more. There you go, everybody. There's, there's Rich yet again knocking it out of the park <laughs> and at the same time telling us off for taking the piss a little bit too much out of out of Sackville, <laughs> which obviously I do have to say we are an equal opportunities piss taker. We take the piss out of absolutely everyone. So uh, uh, we we couldn't exclude Samwell on the basis of being accused of being ageist. Otherwise, anyway. Oh no, I've done it again. See what I've done. Rich, lovely stuff. Sir. See you guys. See you, see you at the commentary. Game. See you there, guys. Brilliant see you there. stuff. Brilliant stuff. We're loving this. M4RC, I'm going to be coming to you very, very shortly. But first of all, who's been waiting very, very, very patiently is Josh J Solo. Josh, evening, hey, mate. Hey, yeah, hey, good, hey. thank you. Oh, um, we've, spoken, we've spoken so many times after we've kind of got got home after I don't know Swansea and stuff, and just gone. Oh, it, yeah. Two wins on the spin. How are you doing? A lot better than that Swansea game. Um, <laughs> you know, I thought everyone's saying just first thing on bio. Everyone's saying it was bad today. I thought it was. No, 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 no. We, 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 we were taking the piss out of ourselves for taking the piss out of him. All the time. Oh, I see. Okay, well, he came on and he, he did what you want a sub to do. An impact no, no, bio, bio. Come on and make it. Oh, bio, bio. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Not right. Okay. Ooh, okay. 
Okay. Well, to be fair, one of us has always rated Bio, hasn't he, right from the beginning? Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Carl, Carl, Carl says he's great, even though today he did say earlier on that he thought he was atrocious. But tell us the good thing. Give us some balance here, Josh. Yeah, what, so I thought, what, did, what did you see there today? So I thought Bio was quite good. And I just, I just, I just saw 11, I just saw a team instead of 11 individuals for, well, I'd love to say the first time it's season, but it's not because I saw that last week, thankfully. But yeah, I thought we were... We were a team today, and Wigan were always going to make it difficult. They're always going to be physical, pump it long, you know. And what we gave it to them right at the end, and luckily they hit the box. We got away from that. It was terrible defending, but you know we stuck together. We so we weren't going to be earlier in the season. We could have been rolled over, and so it it could have been a one 0 defeat. Just thinking after the Luton game, have we turned a corner? Everyone's moved forward as a unit, and I think you know we could be we could be on something. I think the first guy said it. I can't remember who it was, but you've got to stay unbeaten until the World Cup. I think that is okay. That would be that would be really something to get a head up of steam before we get that mini break that we haven't had, which normally I don't think would be that important, but it would really give Billich and you know maybe Julian Dix if he ever does manage to depart the US a real opportunity to get a sit down with you know a lot of the players because you know it's not like the normal international breaks where loads of them go away. It's only going to be well Sar. I mean obviously we're not going to lose loser because we've already lost him, but you know he's going to be working with a substantial quantity of the team and the squad and really kind of get stuff into them and also I think get them to a level of fitness that I think he wanted because I think he was kind of he I think he was a bit disappointed at the fitness levels when he first came in um yeah. I appreciate that that's me throwing throwing a stone in a glass house you know but but you know we're talking about professional players here so you know you know I'd love to see um Courtney Hawes get properly in the team you know after the World Cup because he's clearly our best centre back in the club he might not be fully committed but he's definitely the best centre back we've got also the commentary today I mean, obviously, um, John Marks, Tommy Mundy are the exact same for us. But it was so biased. And when we scored, I just love how, like, or oh, a goal for what for the back post. I just love how quiet <laughs> they all went. And it was just, it was just brilliant. Uh, you're absolutely right. It's kind of interesting, though, listening to somebody who you know is biased, not against you, but in favour of the other team. Also hearing how they talk about Watford and how in the thrall of, you know, Ismail Assar. Because at one point they went, We've done quite well to keep him quiet there. He's done really yeah. well. And I thought, no, all you really need to do is basically stand near him. And that's pretty much all you need to do for the majority of the time for him to potentially be quiet when he's in the, I don't know, 200 miles yeah, north I mean, of Watford. Whenever he comes against a team that actually wants to play football against us rather than just hoofball, which, you know, against Sheffield United, Burnley, Norwich, you're going to get a football match. And that's when Sars at his best, I think. You know, off the left, we saw how good Sars was against Norwich. We saw how good he was against Luton when they tried to sort of they tried to beat us in football but yeah we saw we saw how good he is when you know the ball's on the ground for 70 out of 90 minutes when the ball's in the air for most of the game like it was today he he is absent and he's not he's just weak to be honest he's got it obviously we all know he's got it in him but he's got to show it more often because he is one of the best players in his division once he gets going Agreed, agreed. And I think he's in a better position off that left because he can cut in and go to guns but he didn't seem to be wanting to do that at all definitely so it was frustrating but as everybody has said it's a it's a hallmark to be actually played not that great but at least show some solidity second straight clean sheet but also just getting that monkey off our back of having second straight win go to the next game and hopefully as, as rich said there you know you might see some of the players kind of return to the fold and go yeah okay i can go with this it's it's, it's been 
it's been proven that that you know kind of physio rooms and queues to get into physio rooms can become remarkably small when the team yeah. is doing better and it's competitive and they want to get into the team rather than we're having a hard time and suddenly that niggle doesn't quite feel right as well but there is also still this this suspicion that we are seeing lots of players going in with one thing and staying out with another which seems particularly odd to me anyway but there we go we shall see we shall see josh thank you sir as always lovely to hear from josh there let's go across to uh, and marcus i do apologize because you've got one of these clever words which says m4rcu5 spell <laughs> spells marcus but i could only see the first four of that so i got very confused i'm good thank you i'm good i'm just on my way back from the game um oh. i'm a Long time listener, first time caller. Brilliant. So, uh, Love it. First, first of all, Peter, thank you for all you do in the podcast. It's brilliant to listen to all the different stuff you do as an output. As a, I live in the northwest, so uh, I feel sometimes you know a bit far away from uh, Vicarage Road. So it's really nice to, to you know to hear all the stuff that you, that you do. So that uh, that's that's the first thing I wanted to say. But, well, that's ma- very but, kind. Mainly, thank you. but mainly, I just want to share my joy with you because, as, as I say, I live. I live in the Northwest, so I have limited chances to see Watford and I've made some bad decisions recently. In fact, over the last three years, I've made some bad decisions. The last time I watched Watford win a game live was the FA Cup semi-final. Oh. Um, and, you know, since then, I, I made like last season, I made the choice to go to Leeds, but not to Everton. This this season, my this this season my choices have been Preston, Rotherham, and uh, and uh, Blackburn up till now. I didn't go to Stoke, of course, um, but I just you know it's just it's so good to be driving home cele- celebrating a Watford win, and it, it wasn't it wasn't a perfect performance by any means. You know, I, we spent uh, pe- me and people around me spent a lot of the game moaning at players and shouted at players you know for not doing the simple things right but absolute credit to Joe Pedro and Espria for for you know well Kalu first of all for making the getting the corner Espria for taking it and then putting the ball back in again and you know oh the it was the scenes at that point were brilliant and and that's my joy that for the first time in three and a half years I've seen Watford win a game of football live and just wanted to share it with you. And we, we were talking about getting a monkey off your back and you're sitting there <laughs> carting, carting that one around. <laughs> it was, it was. Well, we have finally been able to, I don't know if you heard it earlier on, but we've finally been able to manage to identify who the Jonah is in the Northwest Markers. And it's not yourself. It is indeed Mr. Carl James of the wow, yeah. podcast who, <laughs> who, who goes around and he does his match day vlogs and he gets his, you know, his friends drink copious amounts of alcohol. People even jump into skits. There's some strange stuff that goes on. But but he himself is clearly he he brings bad juju. I think is the phrase we're looking yeah. for. Oh mate, well no, thank you but, ever so much for your comment. Yeah, um, thank I mean, you. No, no, not at all, mate. Really, really lovely to hear from you. We if there's one thing we love, it's a lurker who decides no, sod it, I'm going to ring in and say something, <laughs> which is great stuff. Marcus, look, uh, have a safe journey back. Please, thank you, Peter. Please, mate, our pleasure. Please, please, please ring in again. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. Before before I go to the the, um, the messages that have come in and the other five word reviews, and then we'll kind of uh, start to bring this to a close. It is actually today our second birthday. Now I'm a Johnny come lately to all of this. It was Justin and Carl who decided in the pandemic, along with I mean, there were you know a couple of other podcasts who did who did exactly the same sort of thing. 
which was, look, we can't go and see the team that we love. Let's go and talk about it and see what happens. And they came in and started off with a with this idea about having something that was conversational, something that was about opinions. And it has, uh, you know, we, we got to talking over, over cartoons of all things, and I've kind of jumped on board. And it's now got to this Twitter space where everybody can come in and say what they want to have. We've got a Twitter space or a Twitter community who are just consistently brighten my day, I have to say, in terms of the humor, the fun, even when we were going through some real trials and tribulations. And, you know, we know this has been, you know, there's been a wailing of you know, uh, the gnashing of teeth and wailing going on at times this season because it's not been what we'd want. And we've had the last two premiership seasons that have been awful. But the one thing I can honestly say is we just had the best, most funniest fan because everybody gets on board with it and enjoys it. Uh, and hopefully that's what that's what is, is, is being kind of just, just plugged into with this. So thank you so much for everybody who listens, everybody who lurks. I especially enjoy the word lurking. Don't know why, no idea, but there we go. So let's have a look at some of the comments first of all, then some five word reviews. Gary, Gary Wilson has said, as it annoys him, I can see Justin getting pelters every time the scheduled tweet posts before the end of the game from this day forward. Now, 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 I'm not one to encourage that, but I am one to encourage well, that. The, the, from now on, the five-word match reviews will have a little disclaimer at the bottom going, this is a scheduled tweet, and that will be happening going forward. Thank you very much. There you go. That was Justin, do not scratch your eyes, head of oversensitivity. Louis Teixeira says, great result, but got away with one. Wouldn't have been able to complain if they got the draw, but we'll take the points happily. Chowdhury and Gosling, excellent today. Brilliant point. And especially I want to talk about Gosling. I think that's a great point. On to Cardiff, another game where three points is very possible. Wigan Kebab was lovely and we need them in Hertfordshire. There you go. We've had two reviews. And we've had one from, uh, you know, from, from Wendover Horn, who was probably still recovering from being spent from his activities last Sunday afternoon. And we have one from, uh, you know, from, from Louis, Louis there. Who I who I would suggest has a has a far cleaner palette than uh, than the man from Buckinghamshire. Paul Fiander Turner says two wins in a row, one an absolute smashing of a rival, the other a smash and grab away win. This is how you get promoted. Will uh, win well at home and do whatever you can away. Oh, no, oh, nice one. <laughs> Gary's now descending in the highlight. Gary's great. G Gary kind of calls him when he's working and says, "I couldn't get to the game today. I'm working. Really." Yes, I'm still working. So you're ringing into us. Yes, but now he's sending in the the. Uh, he's, he's also sending in the league table. That's good. Andrew Argent says, "My missus, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. hold on, hold on. Where did that go? My missus has been with me to Norwich and Luton at home, and today at Wigan, three wins. Should I be getting her a season ticket? Yes, Andrew. Yes. Yes, me, you should. It, hold on. Actually, putting thinking of, in fairness, thinking of another way. Yes. Yes, do it, do it. Fazana Chowdhury says, Yao Pedro, ooh, always believe in your soul. You've got the power to know you're indestructible. Always believe in Yao Pedro. Oh, oh, he's come back again. Andrew, what's that? <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. Andrew Arden saying, I'm your biggest fan. I follow you until you love me. Hamza, Hamza Chowdhury. That could be the song, the request that uh, the Wendover Horns made earlier on. And as we all know, Wendover Horn is into making unreasonable requests. 
feel last that, Sunday for that details. Would, that would fit to the tune of Paparazzi, I think, by Lady Gaga, I think. That Ooh. song. Maybe that's what it is. Because the, the, the Hamza Chowdhury song last week was something to do with his hair being massive. So there must have been a new one worked on for Wigan by the sound of things. This is impressive. This is impressive. Mucky Fingers says, are the injuries, dare I say it, linked to the training and the Vicarage Road pitches? Mm, that's an interesting one. Luca says, we weren't dog shit today. It was a decent away performance. I like that. Luca, well done. I like that very much indeed. That gets right to the heart of it. First of all, let's just establish what we weren't. And then go, yes, I like that very much indeed. Uh, oh, Natasha is here. Natasha is wonderful there. Believe in our team spirit, she says. And then a host of emojis. Cone says, Chowdhury is starting to look much better. Luke Mitchell, top man is Barry. Really enjoyed listening to him. Top man. Thank you. Yes, I, I mean, we've, we've come across some really lovely opposition fans. And I have to include Billy from them up the road, uh, who've come onto the preview show and just kind of just, just embraced it, which is basically, we'll take the piss out of you, you take the piss out of us, and we'll just have a chat. And, uh, and Barry was especially lovely and very poignant. And he just has one of those voices that you could listen to all night. Just go, tell, tell, tell me about the old times in the 70s. He's Wonderful. In, uh, in the background to this uh, space, I have been trying to encourage him on, but I haven't been able to get hold of him. I've been oh, sending uh, him messages going, Barry, please come on. <laughs> but but he hasn't. So, no, yeah. everybody loved him, which was great. Fans for class could only hear us on stream. That came from uh, Jake Ayers. Oh, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Where is that? Where? Oh, sorry. That came from Ben Coleman. Sorry. The, uh, fans for class could only hear. You're, you're absolutely right, especially the uh, somebody getting battered. It was somebody getting battered. I couldn't, I couldn't quite catch who it was. Um, you'd have to fill in the caps yourselves. Cyril Sneer says, are we going up? Oh, oh Cyril, that's a level of optimism we just simply don't encourage. Well done. Jake Ayers does say, how can anyone's favourite player be bio? Very good question, Carl. I know you're just, I know you're just listening now, but very good question. Ian Jordan, hey, Ian. Uh, has anyone seen or heard Rich and Trevor Brooking in the same room? Rich has replied and said, I was much better than him. <laughs> oh, love it. OK, there we go. There we go. There we go. Oh, Hampshire Hornet. Uh, his prediction that their Scandinavian Philharmonic striker would look to bend into the top light corner was spot on. He did. He nearly got there at the last. If you listen to the uh, to the podcast, uh, Barry did, did talk about their lad called Tello Asgard. Now, I'm fairly sure. I'm fairly sure that Asgard is the home of the uh, of the Norse gods. I mean, where's Mikey Abrams when you need him for this kind of heavy metal level detail? But um, Tello Asgard, who he said he's Norwegian, and then he said because his parents come from Liverpool, which we just found ridiculously funny in the way that we find everything ridiculously funny. Then Hornets 1992 Botso out says we got Kalu Samuel Kalu. I don't. I just don't think you understand. He's Billich's man. He looks older than Sedan. We got Samuel. Oh, very good. I like that very, very much indeed. Fan first finally says two on the bounce. Has the season finally started? I like this. Rate your players here. Oh, oh, there you go. He's looking for that. That's very good. Right. So let's just get two. He says being fat thumbed all the time. Let's have a look at Lee Anselmo said nice, gritty three points. These are the five word reviews quickly. Paul Anderson said uh, that's how you win promotion. Jason from Finland. Hello, Jason. Pedro and Kalusho. Garson Orn. Always believe in your soul. Louis Teixeira again confirms Wigan Kebab. Great performance, decent. It, uh, Louis, Louis, definitely on on really on song for these for these uh, for these kebab things. If you didn't see it, a a Wigan Kebab is a meat and potato pie with uh, basically stuffed inside a bun. It looks completely strange. Miss Vic said, held a breath in the end. Neil said, timed tweets annoy me. <laughs> They're punching back at you there. Uh, Brian Edwards said. Oh, Kalu 
is better than Semmer and Saar. That's interesting. He didn't say better. He put that little kind of squiggly sign with algebra. Ah, now Nicholas Smith came on. Now Nicholas went rogue, I have to say, despite all of our suggestions around the the aforementioned, both the, the Wigan kebab and also the excellently named Beach Hill Crack, which was also mentioned. It was just one of those cool, one of those podcasts. You had to listen to it to get it. He went and had what looked like, I have to say, the biggest full English breakfast that I've ever seen. But he said, great food, crap game, meh. Hampshire said, uh, Hampshire once again said, most boring game ever. Semmer can't head the ball, said Brian. Steve Brown said, just done to uh, just done enough to win. Ian Foster Services says, Aspria crosses. Yeah, Pedro scores. That's pretty much good. And uh, WTF Hornet says, in the nick of time. Well, thank you all for listening in. Thank you all for, for contributing, either, <clears throat> either by text or by calling in and contributing. Every football team season, if it's going to be successful, needs to have qualities. And we saw last week some of the potential quality that we have sitting in the squad waiting to waiting to explode, basically. Today, we needed different qualities. We needed resilience. We needed character. We needed all the things that we have said that we've lacked all season. Now, we can't pretend that we think we've got this cracked and suddenly they've got this resolve. But we do know that we've got a manager on the bench there who can show them his medals when they ask him. He can show them his caps. And we know that as a character, he, he'll, he'll put his head metaphorically in where it counts and he knows what to do to get up from this division. So the qualities that we showed today weren't the same qualities that we had previously. But Wigan would not have been an easy place to go and play. They worked extremely hard. I think they can, personally, I think they could feel more than a little gutted not to have, not to have taken a point out of the game. And especially when they hit the bar at the end and, and Tello came on and did exactly what, uh, what Barry had suggested he might do uh, on, on the preview pod, which was uh, he might cut in and put one of those ones into the far corner and he, he came close to it. But from our point of view, we at least showed some resilience. We showed some depth in squad. Cathcart wasn't there, who I thought gave us a calm assurance. And I think Sierra Alta had a slightly wobbly one once he got his yellow card given him against him. But at least we showed some stickability qualities, enough to hang in there so that when the opportunity came to put in a ball with a little bit of quality from young Espria, that we managed to see something from Yao Pedro coming back out. So we shall see how we do when we go to Cardiff on Wednesday. Justin, sir. What are your thoughts as we we head off? Okay, well, it's not really about today's match. It's it's just about the podcast, really. As we've reached our second birthday, it's it's obviously changed a little bit from how it started. Obviously, Twitter space is becoming a thing. Uh, It's something that we adopted, and it's it's changed things for the better, obviously, because we've now got far more interaction than we had previously. The first podcast we ever put up, I think we got 50 listens or something in the first week or something, which I was absolutely delighted with. I'm not going to reveal the number of what we got this month, but... I wasn't expecting that in a year, what we got this month, for example. So thank you, everybody that listens to the podcast, joins in with the podcasts, joins in with our social media. It, it, you know, obviously having you on board is is, is just amazing and it's, it's lovely having you here. Obviously as well, Pete, I want to say thank you to you because I, I started hosting the spaces and I, I you know, I, I, I did it, but I wasn't particularly competent with it. I think I let people speak for far too long or not long enough or whatever. You do an amazing job of it for the for the podcast so thank you peter it's it's um it's it's always appreciated you hosting these spaces and yeah so thank you to everybody else that that, that joins in as well um it's lovely having you here thank you for making the last two years fantastic let's hope we carry on that's it 
That's me. We have got... Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure joining you guys. As I say, Johnny come lately as I am. So, I mean, you Orns TV is is pretty much now folded into Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. You you can't really see the join. But I can see that we have Barry on. I'm not going to ask you to come on, Barry. But all I will say is the the reaction to the preview show, you've seen it, has been pretty much unsurpassed. The the, the number of people who enjoyed listening to you, enjoyed the interactions, we we did individually on the night. It was great fun to chat with you, but also the fact that it struck a chord. And many people will be, I think, looking at Wigan and hoping that they, uh, they, they have a good season. We appreciate uh, we appreciate you coming on, and we really look forward to when you come down. Uh, if you do indeed, we're even trying to come up with a culinary delight to, uh, uh, to, to to match the wedding kebab. We shall see. Anyway, guys, in the meantime, we move on to Cardiff. We go again, as every footballer in the world says, and then at home on Coventry. So it's a big week coming. Thank you so much for listening. As always, this will be out for you in the morning as as a podcast, and we'll be uh, we're hoping to be talking to somebody from Cardiff tomorrow as well for the preview show. Obviously. It's a tough act to follow on from Barry, but hey, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, guys, we'll see you see you soon. Two wins on the bounce, two clean sheets, that's good. Come on, you once. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.